So in this particular episode of the Amen Corner, we have a listener who sent us a series of voice messages in a response to the previous episode that we made about Janiah Brooks. Now, for people who are hearing this for the first time, if you go back to the previous episode, you hear the story of a little girl of three years old. She was savagely raped and beaten, and she ended up dying in Atlanta. And the mom and the so-called stepdad was arrested for the mom actually knew about the abuse and actually saw the abuse and didn't do anything. So, you know, this particular listener was responding because she can relate in that area, but let's go ahead on and play what she sent to us. And then I want to respond to it. Um, hi, Phil. My name is uh, Gemini Kelbelon um, on Twitter. And I thank you for the commentary and bring in, um, some attention to what happened to little Janaya. Uh, you know, that hurts my soul that this little baby was hurt at and abused, especially at the hands of your mother. Um, I am actually 47 years old and I, I almost experienced the same thing um, with uh, as far as physical abuse. My mom got married to a guy I only met once and when I was like 12. And then I remember when I was like 13, she gave her husband permission to go ahead and whoop me because I told my stepdad that I was going to tell my friend who was 12 like me that, you know, he was talking about him. So I can see how parents do that. That's some type of mental illness. But anyway, my mother almost um, had me in the same situation. However, I was 13 and I remember when my stepdad tried to whoop me. Remember, he's never spanked his own kids. And my mom sends this man over to put his hands on me. And I, and I told my mom as an adult, how could you dare send a man you met and put your hand on your child? And I'm 13 years old. I said that was inappropriate on so many levels. And I told her the things that could have come from that. But because um, when he would try to spank me, and I'm not advocating that, you know, a child, children go out and fight adults, but because I was my own advocate and he would try to spank me and I would fight him, scratch his face, I would hit him with lamps, everything, then I think that could have saved me from being a victim of, you know, sexual abuse. I was my own advocate when my mother attempted to send my stepfather over to um, physically abuse me, whoop me, however you say that. And, I, you know, I told my mom as an adult that could have gone wrong on so many different levels. And as a result of that and me being able to recall that and my mom's now she's embarrassed because I've, you know, addressed her with these things. And she still wants to turn around and, 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 and be, she's the victim. And, but her, her level of embarrassment, because she knows that she's wrong. Because I told her, you invited abuse into my life from the hands of a man. My own mother did this, my own black mother. And, um, and we do have to heal from that. There's something going on. My husband and I sit up and when we talk now, because my husband um, is a former caseworker um, for the state and we were talking, and I know that as an adult now of 47 years old, I know abuse kind of sometimes starts and it masks as, um, well, sexual abuse, it starts from maybe physical abuse. And I think that if you 
are abusing and that we get that child to be submissive. And then you, uh, an adult can make that child believe whatever they are saying or whatever they're going to do. It's right. It's law. This is what's supposed to happen. And I can't even begin to tell you the pain that I even think of that being at 47. Thank God that I'm not you know, dead or on drugs or just God knows what. Because of those different instances, my mother was sick, just like this woman is, you know, that Janiah's mother. And hopefully we can start a dialogue about that. Thank you so much. Look forward to hearing more about that. I don't understand. And I will keep saying this over and over and over. How come you can meet a man? You just met this guy or whatever. You bring this man to your home with your children. And then you're telling this man who's not the biological father to immediately start hitting on your children. Now with this particular sister situation, the mom told the boyfriend to start beating on her daughter. And yet he didn't do that to his own kids. See right there is a problem because if he's doing that to your kids, but won't do that to his own, that's like all kind of red flags for number one. Number two, any man knows that you don't go in to start putting your hands on children because at any moment, the mom can get upset about how you hit them and she could say you abused them, assaulted them, whatever. And then you're going to be going to jail. Now, if you come into a situation like that and the mom is telling you, Oh, you should, do this and do that. You can say something. You can do a lot of verbal uh, things. You can also maybe take something away, you know, like a cell phone or something. But to physically put your hands on the children, no, you don't ever do that. As a man, if you know how to walk in your alpha male and in your authority, you really don't have to be putting your hands on children, especially at certain ages. You don't have to because they need to know you mean business and you have to establish that with children. But coming into a situation, even if her children is unruly, you tell her about it. Let her correct those children. Tell her, no, I don't put my hands on children that I didn't make. I don't do that. I said, because if I hit them a certain way, I don't have no leg to stand on with you. I just don't. So I'm just not going to do that. And I'll let you handle that issue. And if you enter a situation and she constantly keep telling you to do this, do that. And I said, listen, if you can't handle it, then we're going to have to figure something else out. You can't come into a situation that's putting your hands on children. And even let's say you're there for some years. If you get to the point that you're there for years, you have built a relationship, you have built a rapport, definitely with the children, you're married, not no boyfriend, girlfriend, but you're married, you invested you know, into the, a family. You've you know made a family together. You can say something to the children a little bit more than maybe some guy just coming in. But I still really don't recommend that you start hitting, you know, children. I mean, men don't have to do that too much. That's what I've learned. Even with my own kids, you don't have to do that too much. Do it. None of them. OK. I mean, you just don't have to tell them what you got to do. I see it's more effective to take, especially in this day and time, it's more effective to take things away from them. Take a cell phone, send it back to the cell phone company. Take a tablet, take a TV. I mean, today they're so dependent on social media that kills them to take away social media. It's not like back in the day where kids would go outside. So it's many things that you can do coming into a situation like that, because yes, discipline is an issue or relevant issue when it comes into 
having a blended family. Just as much as if a woman comes into a situation, you as a man should be telling the woman to be physically doing anything because if she do something a certain way or whatever, let's say the man they may not have an issue, but the mom of the child may have an issue. So it just you need to be more the disciplinarian on certain things. Just to keep down a lot of issues. Because the first thing I notice is that they tell men to come into a situation, put hands on the child, and then you don't know who this man is. You picking a lot of these women are picking men who are straight predators. And now they're only not beating, but also sexually assaulting. And just as much as this woman said that she really believes that the abuse starts with physical, then go to sexual. And a lot of cases, it do happen that way, to be honest with you, from what I've seen over the years of doing a lot of news reporting. The thing is, you have a relationship with a mom and a daughter, and it's strained because of that, because of her dating choices. See, sometimes when it comes to situations with men, if you can't find a good man, then you just need to go in on to stay yourself single till them children turn 18. And, and they grow up, and you're not worrying about those little kids no more. Look, that's the sacrifice you just may have to make. Some people do it all the time. It's better to be by yourself and dealing with, you know, some guy coming in molesting your child or killing your child or messing up the finances in your home. You know, some men, they stay by themselves, too. Sometimes they do. I mean, it's not the end of the world. As long as you got life in your body, trust me, you one day possibly that's fine. But this not taking care of our children. Just putting men over our children. Men are not supposed to go over no child, period. A woman is supposed to go over a child, not your flesh and blood. And especially some woman that just came in or some man just came in. No. And if that man or woman was really about something, they would want you to prioritize them like that. I'm not saying that you don't go out on dates and spend time with each other. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you're neglecting your children or you're allowing abusive children just to be with some man or some woman. No, that is not right at all. And we see a lot of strained relationships with children like you hear in this particular piece. You see this a lot going on all the time in our community. And we don't want to talk about these issues that's happening behind the scenes. But we do need to call this out. And also the women, I feel, definitely need to call this out a lot more because, you know, someone like me as a man say certain things, they take it a certain way and they get their feelings hurt. And sometimes they can just go off the deep end because I'm a man saying it. But when another woman said it, when, you know, women that, that check women, like one woman I remember, like Shaharazad Ali, or even the woman that's left the messages for us that we speaking on today. You know, she was speaking and she was checking women, but it needs to be more of that. Just like I believe men need to check men because if women try to check a man, we don't like that. A lot of us don't. The male ego don't even want to hear that. Okay. So these issues need to be corrected, but majority of it can be corrected through proper parenting. Okay. If you had a mother that's teaching you the right way, teaching you about men and a father, of course, definitely teaching you about men, you need both. Because your father's going to tell you all those sort of things. The father's going to make sure that you understand. I'm not saying that a young lady couldn't get involved with a horrible guy. Because I know how these kids are. They they know everything. They think they, when they become teenagers, they say they know. They can't barely clean their behind, but they know everything. Like, like they've been here forever. 
And you can tell your kids all you want to tell them, but they still going to make their own decisions and they got to go through their own things. That just happens to and every child is a different personality, no matter who it is. It's no playbook. There's no manual on any child. Every child is different. You know, what works with one child and it may not work with the other child. But you try to do your best as parents to teach them and instruct them in the right ways. And usually what the Bible teaches, if you train up a child in the way he or she should go, you won't depart from it. And usually, even if they get away from it, they still go back to the upbringing. That's usually how it works. So you want to give your kids the best foundation that you can. But one thing you have to show your children, male and female, as a mother, that you value yourself as a woman. You value your children that to say, I'm not going to bring any old guy in here. I'm not going to allow any old guy to be putting his hands on you. I mean, any old guy to come in, now you're saying, oh, babysit my kids because I need to go to work. What the hell is that? And you wonder why situations happen. You barely know this guy. You tell him, stay with my kids. No, you send your kids to grandma, daycare, whatever you're going to send them to, but not that man. No, that should not be happening. You don't even know this guy. What you mean stay at which home with your kids? Oh, Malia Davis' mom, going talking about going to a funeral. What kind of funeral that you go to that you can't take your children to? And if you cannot take your children to a funeral, well, then you just don't go. As they say all the time, funerals are for the living. It's not for the dead because the people gone. They're not here anymore. The thing is, we have to protect our seed because we don't protect our children. There's a lot of predators out here. And some of the most abuse happen with people that's close. It's not always people that come in from the outside that abuse a child. It's many children have been through this. Many children that grow up to adults and you wonder what's wrong with them. You know, some of them have been, you know, molested, raped, and don't know why. Then you wonder why they're having all these behavior issues. You see some people as within the LGBTQ community, a lot of them, will tell you they were molested or raped by, you know, a boy telling you he was raped by a man and never said anything or a girl saying she was, you know, raped by a woman and never said anything or, you know, person who's of the opposite sex probably touch a rape a child has been going on and they the most promiscuous people. You know, sometimes people's, you know, behavior in the area of their sexuality come from, you know, molestation and, and, and rape and et cetera. I mean, it's a lot of people going through some horrible things in this country and we as parents shouldn't be just inviting predators inside our home and just trusting people like that. It's okay to get a background check on a person you want to bring around your children. There's nothing wrong with that. If they have nothing to hide, then it's not, it shouldn't be an issue. Especially when you deal with somebody's kids, you need to be a friend on all your background. You need to be forthcoming. Even if you went to jail for a simple assault, you got in a fight with a guy. I mean, be forthcoming on it. We need to have these stories constantly keep coming up. We need to fix a lot of issues in our community. And you know, like I said, I said this before, I believe pedophilia, abuse, etc., like that should be the death penalty because you don't do anything to a child. Children are innocent. Children are precious. And they're supposed to be loved, protected, educated, and anything that child needs. That's what we're supposed to do as parents or anyone coming around children. We have to protect them at all times. But we have to keep talking about these stories and keep putting it out there. 
and letting people know this is going on and we can't allow this to be tolerated. And we're glad we have in this platform to talk about these issues and problems because on YouTube, you know, you start bringing up some of these issues and problems, YouTube get all funny with it. It's, it's weird. But we do have a place you can listen to it over and over uh, on your cell phone, in your car. And just make sure you leave us a voice message if you have any kind of response. Or just let us know if you may be any topic we can respond to on the Amen Corner. But to the particular sister that left that, I haven't been through anything like that. Thank God. I, I can honestly say thank God. But eventually, you're going to have to forgive your mother with that because it is your mom. And you're going to have to try to make amends because you say it in there that she feels embarrassed by it. So there's some sort of remorse there. So that's what I would say is, is try to get to a place where you can forgive her, even if you have to go be willing to go with her, maybe to a psychologist or some sort of counselor. And you guys talked it out with them just so you can have a healthy relationship. Because, you know, even though you was upset and I get it, trust me, I get it 100 percent. I get it. And, and I'm just saying just from, you know, for yourself, you know, just to, um, if you can, you know, fix that. I'm not saying you got to be in your mom's face every day, but if you can fix it in some sort of way, you know, with her, where you guys can have at least a uh, cordial, you know, relationship. But life is too short. You know, my grandmother, um, you know, she had passed away. Actually, it would be yesterday on the 21st at 5 a.m. And, you know, I will tell people that life's too short. Make amends if you can, because, you know, people can be here today and gone tomorrow. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.